Everyone bow your heads. Dear Lord, I pray that um, you would use Dan's message tonight to just speak truth into our lives and that with this final session in our series that we would just really learn something from it and be able to <coughs> apply it to our lives and be able to use it for the benefit of you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate that. We... um. <coughs> Last week, we were talking about uh, abstaining from what? Anybody remember? Sexual immorality. And that doesn't just mean sex outside of, of marriage. That, that, that covers a whole, whole things that deal with lust and that, that, that whole scope. So don't, don't forget the, the, the way that we talked about it. Um, the Bible uses, and we read, used some words to say, one thing it says to abstain from sexual immorality. What else does it say to, to do specific to, to that word? There was some, some big flee, right? Flee, which means like run like you're, 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 you're going to die away from it. Uh, there was one more that we talked about that had to do with the, just a little bit of gray I've got in my hair. So you're not, not to have a what? A hint. Not even, don't even let folks wonder if that is going on in your life. You know, if you all of a sudden you're you're at a, a, a youth camp and all of a sudden a guy and a girl just sort of walk out of the woods together alone, where the whole group's been over here and they're coming out, do we assume things? Yeah, we we do. Sorry, don't judge me. Well, don't don't let there even be a hint that that some someone could think something has gone wrong there. Uh, we've been, we're in week four, right? A, pu- a pure purity. Y'all done a great job. The, 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 the key being is like we're, on, we're at the beach, we're in the water, our stuff's in front of us where mom and dad have said stay there in front of it, and we're playing, we're not paying att- attention. Pretty soon we're, we find our, ourselves a, a quarter mile away from where we were. We look up, and mom and dad have gone, they've left us, which is not the case. We just have begun to drift, and we didn't even know it. We're in a culture today where the current that is pulling you away from God wants you to be is so strong, and it's getting stronger and stronger. But can I tell you this? That is not an excuse for you to go with the current. We should just be more aware of what that current is doing and make sure that, that if we begin to float up, that we're getting our feet back on down on the sand and we reposition ourselves where we're supposed to be. We talked about self-worth the first week. We, we, you know, our self-worth is, is in Christ. Don't put it in a guy or a girl or anything of this world or what you can do. Put it in God, because God thinks the world of you, not in a bad way, in a good way. We, we're also supposed to be self-controlled, live lives that are self-controlled, and we're supposed to look for, for, for someone uh, and be someone that God calls us to be, that honors Christ, that seeks Christ, that wants to follow Christ. And my, the biggest advice I can say to you is don't, sit, don't sit, 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 settle. Don't get to the point, well, this is just as good as it's going to get for me, so this is just what I'm going to take. Believe that God is big enough. You just keep living how God has called you to live, and it's amazing what you'll see God do. The last thing was uh, uh, self-control. We start to flee sexual immorality, get away from it. And when we start to do these, those th- three things, you'll find that you are staying right where God wants you to be. And the things that, that, that could rock you and hurt you, man, you are in a good, very good spot. 
Now, I want to clar- clarify uh, some, something that is key for you to understand. So I need everybody to look up here and, and, and just hear what I'm saying. Um, if you have been sinned against sexually, okay, if you have been sinned against against your will, that is not sexual immorality on your part. You're a victim because some take what, what, what I, I said this past week, they, they could. No one has approached me on this, but I want, want to make sure that you understand. That is that you are consenting, doing that on your own free will. But there are things in this world that are sad and that hurt. And if you have been sinned against in that way, the first thing I want to say is that I am so sorry. I am so sorry that happened to you. That is not right. That is not fair. But even in the midst of that, can I tell you this? Our God loves you and has a plan for you. And because you may have been sinned against, I want you to know that God doesn't look at you and go, oh, that person's not pure. No, God still looks at, your, at your, the condition of your heart and you seeking after him and you honor him. So don't mix up the two here. There's sexual abuse and rape that has nothing to do with, it has it deals with sexual immor- immorality, but not on your part, not on your account, okay? And if you've been hurt and sinned against, and can I tell you, there are pe- people in this room, adults in this room, that will help walk you through wherever you're at. And like I said, I'm really, I'm, it crushes me, but, in the, but it, 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 it occurs in the world that we live in today. Um, but God has such great worth in you. Uh, and I hope the fir- first thing I taught, man, man, let that sink in and, 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 and sort of keep your eyes fixed on that. And talk to me, talk to my wife, anyone on our staff, uh, if you've been hurt, because that, that's not right. Uh, and we'll stand up f- for you uh, in the midst of that. Um, Okay, let's jump into where we're at for tonight. One thing I love about the Word of God is that the, the heroes of the faith, and they're, they're all throughout this book, heroes of the faith are just flawed, messed up pe- people. It helps me believe more in the authenticity, the true trueness of this Word, because why would uh, people of God want to write about all of their Short, 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 shortcomings, and how how much they failed much more times than they did what God told them to do. Hey, let's write about that. Yeah, the world will think we're great. No, we are not inclined to write bad about ourselves and be proud of that, right? When we come to church, man, we want to look good. I've got some of you that come to me at church, and you're like, "Hey, Pastor Dan, good to see you." And your parents will walk behind you and go, "This person that just spoke to you is an." evil demon from, you know, no, they're not saying that, but they're just saying, this is not the same one that that just came out of the car and almost cussed out the little brother because they farted, you know? It's just, it's just, you know, there's, there's these, you know, so they're like, so we want to look good, like we want to come good. I, 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 I know that a lot of you, when you talk to me, especially when you first gotten to meet me, you're putting your best foot forward because I'm doing the same thing. I want to be liked. I want to look good and act like I act like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I just gave that away. Uh, so, so we all just want want to look good. And 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 here we've got Peter who had a a temper and a half. 
We had Rahab, clearly was a prostitute. We've got these di- disciples of Je- Jesus who were fighting about who was going to be the greatest. When he is talking about the last shall be first, the first shall be last, I mean, you, you, you want to live, you've got to die. And, he's, and they're like, yeah, but can we be the greatest? Can we sit beside you? I mean, psh, dummies, no. You know, it's a good thing I wasn't Jesus because I would have sinned right there and all mankind would have been lost. I'd have sinned way before that. Um, all mankind would, would have been lost. So uh, there's, there's two um, stories we're going to look at tonight. We've talked about purity for three weeks. And these two stories, one is a, um, shows what not to do, and one is an example to follow when it comes to this issue of sexual immor- immorality. So, so, so what not to do and then, and then what to do, because we will all face it. We will all face it many times throughout our life. So let's look at in the Word of God, and I'm gonna, we're going to be in 2 Samuel chapter 11, the Old Testament, 2 Samuel chapter 11. If you don't have a Bible, I would love to give one to you. Just see me at the end of the edge. Uh, if not, we're also going to have the words on the screen for tonight. If you don't have one, or you can share with a, a friend. So 2 Samuel chapter 11. If you could stand up, the text is verses 1 through 17. We're not going to read all that. We're just going to read 1 through 5. Uh, as we jump, and then I'll explain what is going on here. Second uh, Samuel chapter eleven, verse one. It says this: In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to be- to battle, David sent J- Joab and his servants with him, and all it is Israel, and they ra- ra- ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Reba. But David remained at Jerusalem. It it it. It ha- happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. And this woman was very be- be- beautiful. And, and David sent and inquired about the, 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 the woman. And one said, is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of El- Eliam, the, the um, wife of U- Uriah, the Hitt- Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her now she had been purifying herself from un, un, uncleanness then she returned to her house verse 5 and the woman conceived and she sent and told david i am pregnant these aren't stories that just occur on tv that you read uh these, these have occurred for for the, the since the start start of time let's pray and we're going to continue dear, dear god i thank you for your word lord just Help us understand it. Uh, and Lord, may we be men and women of God, uh, no matter what age you are in, in this room, from age 11 or 12 to however high we go up, Lord, that, that we may um, honor you with our lives. For Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Everybody have a seat. So, David sends his army to battle. It says when the kings are supposed to go to battle, he sends his, his army and his, his main guy to just to do the work, and he's staying back. And he's on the rooftop. He sees her bathing, and we see the cycle of sin that we talked about. You see, you want, you take, right? That's that, that, that cycle of sin occurs in our life all the time. We see it, we want it, we take it. We, we, we do that sin, whatever we're going to do. We, we see that occur there, uh, and <gasps> she's pregnant, okay? At this point, 
he, he, he panics. In verses uh, 6 through 17, he gets the, the, the man of the house who is, is fighting the battle for him. He brings him home and says, hey, tell me how things are going because I brought you back so you can fill me in. And he tells him what is going on. He goes, well, then go to your house and be with your wife because he wants him to sleep with his wife so that he's not found out. He's not caught in a sin. Well, this guy is so faithful that he's like, man, the people I fight alongside, my brothers in arms, they are risking their life. I cannot go home. I'm going to sleep right outside of the king's pal- palace until I'm sent to go back because because we, 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 are, we are a band of bro- 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 brothers. And so he sleeps at, outside the king's place, and, and then he... No, David tries to send him back, and he, he won't go home. He refuses. So David sends him to the front lines and has a hit out on him. He says, hey, put him in the very front line, and when he's in the front and you're in a big fight, everybody withdraw from him. And they're like, okay. And they do that, and he's killed. It's interesting, the cycle of sin it starts here and it continues to, to roll with lies. Uh, we see a, 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 a uh, sexual immor- immorality with lies and it leads to mur- mur- murder. So that's where, um, where the first example we have. And, and, and this is, I've got like, like three points that are really five points, but I've got th- three points, okay? The first point is if you set yourself up to fail, you will fail. If you set yourself up to fail, you will fail. David was a king. At a time when the kings were supposed to go off to war, and it says that David stayed behind. David was not in the place he was supposed to be. And because he was not in the place he was supposed to be with the men leading them in battle, but he was at the the, the palace, this sin came upon him, and he, 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 he saw he wanted and he took, right? Now, point one, follow along with me. Uh, you want to live a life of purity, uh, and I want to honor God with my life, but I'm going to go hang out with my friends. We might drink some, but that'll be okay. Uh, we'll just drink some, but I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to stay, stay pure. Do you understand how much you're setting yourself up to fail when you begin to walk down that road? I'm going to go alone with girls. I'm going to go alone with this group of guys here or there. We're just going to do a camping trip, but it's all good. Everybody's good and nice, and we're not going to do anything wrong. Do we understand how we set ourselves up to fail? Now, if we are going to live our lives like we talked this past week, that not a hint of sexual immorality be in your life, then you're going to usually, you will be where you're supposed to be most of the time. And by doing that, if you are committed to Christ, going, I'm going to my, I want to be pure and live a life to honor God, that is going to work. Now, first of all, if you set yourself up to fail, you will fail. Point 1.5, this is my, my, my half point. Understand, this is David. Who, who, who did he kill with a sling and, and, and a couple stones? Goliath. Goliath, right? When everybody said, oh, we're not going to face this guy. This guy's way too big. He's like, hey, man, my God is big enough. My God can take him. Let's do it. I'll do it. Man, I would say a young man of faith, this is that guy. Point 
1.5, anyone can fail. Anybody in this room right now can fall to sexual sin. If you allow yourself to go off the path that God wants you to be on, anybody is susceptible to it. Now, I've got a little story. Um, back at, at my last church, there was a guy uh, who was a deacon in our church who was about to leave his wife and was ha having an affair with a woman at his work. So um, a guy who worked for me in the youth de department came to me and said, hey, this is, I've just learned of this. I've got proof of this. Will you go with me to talk with this guy so that we can try to talk some sense into it? He had uh, a couple kids, and uh, it was just, it was just a, a really, really sad deal. So I said, sure, I'll be glad to do it. And as, as we're going in the car, I'm t I'm, I talked to this, this friend of mine. I'll, I'll call him Steve, okay? Um, there's no one around here or anything. This guy's Steve, and we're going to confront this guy named Mac. And so right before we go in to meet lunch with him and talk to him, Steve says to me, man, I just can't understand how a guy could do this to, to, his, to, to his, his wife and kids. I, it, just, it just blows my mind. And I was like, yeah, I, to I totally get it. My wife would kill me. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know, it was never be thought. And, uh, and so we walked in and we talked to this guy, and it was an, an hour conversation. And, and the end of his story was Mac never, ne never turned back. Uh, he, he went the way he was wanting to go, and he wrecked a lot of lives in the process. The sad part about that story is Steve, the guy who'd gone with me, within a year of when we went and met that guy, Steve had an affair on his wife. I found out, and I was devastated. I mean, this guy had walked beside, and we had dealt with it, this issue. But I learned something that day. Nobody is safe all the time. If you don't put safeguards within your wife, in, within your life, and communicate well with your wife, if you don't do that, anybody can, can fall. So, so don't ever think, man, it's never going to that can never touch me. There's a guy I know that said, a, he and a friend were like, man, I'm just, you know, Satan, you can never cause me to, to, to crumble, to do that, never. And he didn't, he didn't go all the way, but he, he went down a path that wasn't great. And anybody can fall. Be careful and, and learn that truth. David, this great guy, and we're going to talk a little bit more at the end what occurs with him. So, that's, that, that's who you don't be like in this story. Don't be like David. Be where you're supposed to be. Because if you set yourself up to fail, you will fail. And uh, anyone can, can fail. Anybody in this room can fail apart from walking with Christ. If you're walking with Christ, I don't think you can fail. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 39. There's one more story here. Uh, that I, I want to hit. And this is the example to follow. G G Genesis chapter 39, we're going to begin in verse 7. And this is what it says. Now, J J Joseph was ha handsome in form and appearance. And after a time, his ma 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 master's wife cast her eyes on J Joseph and said, lie with me. 
Now, that's not like telling untruth. That is, is, is means sleep with me in a way that doesn't honor God. Verse 8, but he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept back anything from me except you. See, he, 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 he led this household for the guy who owned the house, and that guy let him do everything. He trusted him with everything. And then it says, um, nor has he kept anything back from, from me except you because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her to lie beside her or to be, be with her. So, so she, she's approached him count, count, countless times. His re, resolve is, no, I will not, um, I will not dis- disobey God or I will not uh, dishonor the, the, the guy upon whom I serve. And then verse uh, 11 says, but one day, when he went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house were was there in the house, she caught him by his gar- gar- garment saying, lie with me. Hopefully her voice wasn't as deep as mine. But he, he, well, hopefully it was. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, see, he has brought among us a, a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to lie with me, and I cried out in a loud voice. Okay, stop right there. Joseph, um, he's just doing his job. He, he, he's, he's a servant in the household, so he can't just leave and, and, and quit. So he, he's got to be there, but someone is approaching him day by day by day to the point when she gr- grabs him and tr- tries to get a hold of him. And as she does, says that he, he, he rips out of whatever she's grabbed, and he runs. He flees. Now, point two is this. You can do everything right, and temptation can still come. You can be following God the best way that you can, do everything right, and things, attacks in this part of your life can still come. Don't think just because, well, I must be doing something wrong. No, because sometimes even when we're doing it right, this world is going to try to attack you and latch onto you. Uh, Satan is going to try, if you are living right, he's going to try to mess you up because you are a threat. Because when you live a life that is right, people will see your good deeds and turn to God. That's what the, the Word of God says. So, 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 so you, you can be under attack. Now, what do you do in a situation like this when things get, get hot and you're sort of, sort of trapped? Because you will experience a time where you're going to have to make a choice. You might be doing it all right, but you're going to have to go, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? Who here ha- has uh, ever were, were in school and you had Fireman Bob come to your elementary school uh, and was going to talk to you about what do you do if your clothes catch on fire? Right? Wait, don't, don't say it yet. Because we see if you go on you, you, YouTube or whatever, when someone's clothes catch on fire, what do they do? They run, like, and it like fans the flame up, and then they run in, in circles, right? I mean, you're like, get down! You're yelling at the screen, get down! Right? They, they just freak out. So he comes in and says, 
Kids, I want you to do three things. If you catch on fire, what do you do? You stop, drop, and roll. That's right. That's right. Yeah, kids, stop, drop, and roll. And then he gets everybody to show them on the ground. And they're like, woo. And so that is what you do. If you catch on fire, you stop, drop, and roll. So when life comes at you quick and and, and you're trying to live for Christ and this comes your way, an adv- advancement, first thing you do is, is, is stop. You recognize what it is. You come to your senses. You become aware, this is not a good place for me to be. And you stop. You drop whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter. Your goal is to get out of there as quick as you can. So you stop. You drop. And you run. You, you roll out. That's what you do. It's going to occur in your life. You've got to be ready before it occurs. Because if you're not ready, if you've not made a plan in your head and in your heart, what will I do if this occurs? It's going to just take you so quick, you won't know what hit you. So stop. Come to your sin. Stop. Drop. Don't you drop on the ground. That, well, if that helps you. And, and roll for a run out of there as quick as you can. Now, um, point two, 2.5, right? Okay, so, so even if you're on the right path, doing it all right, it, it's, it, it, it still can come and attack you. And point 2.5, doing the right thing doesn't always work out like you would hope or expect. We see in this story, if you look in verse 19 and 20, I think we've got it on the screen, uh, uh, as, uh, the, the, as soon you know, the, she lies and says, hey, he, he, he tried to lie with me. She, she t- turns it around. She's got the power to turn it around. People uh, can say things about you that are untrue, and because you've chosen to do the right thing, they can still attack you, and you still could be hurt by it. It says here in verse 19, as soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him. This is the way your servant treated me. His anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. Just because you stop, drop, and roll and get away from there doesn't mean you, you, you won't have repercussions from it. It doesn't like, and don't think, well, God must not care about me because he let this occur to me. In truth, in this story, Joseph is sent to the prison. It says that God's hand was upon him, and he found fit, fit favor, and God used him where he was at, and it was all part of, of God's plan. So understand that even, even if you do the right thing, it may not just work out as clean and as nice as sort of you, you think it should. So... Um, third thing I just sort of ask before we wrap this up is, but okay, I've heard you talk about self self worth, uh, don't settle in self con- control. But but what if I've already messed up? Okay, I hear you, I believe what you're saying. But what if I've already crossed a line I didn't want to cross? I know it did not honor God in this part of my life. Can I? Can I? I ever? I mean, I don't know where to go from here. You know, that, that may be how you, you feel. Is there any hope 
for me. And the great news is there is great hope for you because there's a great, forgiving, loving God who that we, who, who that we serve and that we follow. In, in Psalm 51, if you can turn there real quick, if you know where it is, if not, we'll have it on the screen. But above the, where the psalm starts, it says this in, in small script before the verse begins. It says, to the choir ma- a ma- a ma- a master, uh, a mascal of David, uh, no, that's the wrong one. To the choir master, a psalm of David when Nathan the, the, the prophet went to him after he had gone into Bathsheba. So we know that this, this psalm is written by King David, the guy that we read in the first story. Who, who had the affair, who, had, who lied, who had the guy killed, okay? And Nathan, the, the prophet, goes and he confronts him about it. And it, it, I don't have time for the story, but he ends up saying, hey, you are the man who has, 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 has done this deed that has been a sin against God uh, and against this man. And he sees his sin. He's confronted with his sin. So poor, this is even a point, but if you have friends that are in this part of your life, especially if they claim to walk with Christ, don't be afraid to confront your your friends on the truth of how God says we're supposed to live. Don't confront them in a way that's saying, I'm better than you. Confront them in a way that says, I care about you, and I don't want you to hurt yourself. God's got such a better plan. So this is what David writes after he's done this this deed and 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 when he's repenting from it. He's trying to turn away from it. And this is what it says. Um, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me against you you only have i sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment go down to verse 9 it says hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities or all my wrongs verse 10 create in me a clean heart O god and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from your presence and take not your your holy spirit from me Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. I, I want you to know point three, which is really point five. Point three is this, God restores the broken for those that come before him broken over their sin. You go, man, you don't know what I've done, Pastor Dan. Uh, and uh, it's been some really, really bad stuff. And the truth is, I don't need to know what you have done. I know what my God has done by sending his son to live a life without sin, that to die as a, sac- a sacrifice on the cross as a forgiveness for your sins and mine for those who believe in him. That's enough. It's not what you've done. It's what he did through the cross. And just as, as, as David um, came to him and said, God, I'm sorry, please forgive my sins. That's what we've got to do. And when you do that in verse 7, I skipped it, but it says this, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. 
we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all, every, all of it, unrighteousness. All of it. That's what our God does. So I don't want you to leave this four weeks and go, man, Jesus, he talked about some things and I sort of agreed with it, but man, I've already messed up. No, start right now. Start right now going, God, with my life, I am going to honor you. Uh, I have, uh, I've said before, gotten to marry, officiate 26 plus weddings. And the greatest, one of the greatest things that you can, can, can give to your spouse to be, who you may know, probably don't know right now, the greatest thing that you can give to them is going, hey, I saved myself for you. And it might be you going, hey, there was a time which I struggled in my life, but, but man, when I was 16, or when I was 17, when I was 18, when I was 13, I said, God, I'm going to follow you with everything that I have because I want to honor you and I want to, want to honor my wife-to-be. That is one of the greatest things that you can take to your, your marriage. So I, I challenge you, be the men and women of God that you're called to be. In a world where the current's going this way, stop going with the current. Grow up and stand up and live for Christ. And when others around you don't, keep st- standing for Christ and grab everybody that you can who will stand, stand with you. I see y'all, um, and I've said it before, as we pray a lot of times, you will hold hands, l- link hands. Please be doing that not just when you pray, but when you walk through this Christian life together. When you're trying to stand for Christ, hold hands, hold each other up. That's how we do this thing, being the body of Christ. Uh, God restores the broken. Uh, and he is that, that big of a God. You know, it's interesting when I planned while I was going to speak on this for four weeks, it wasn't my plan for it to end right before the the Yuli High School prom, which is coming up in about four days. Uh, but praise God, looky there. Uh, uh, a chance for you in a world that is jacked up, a chance for you to make a stand. Uh, and I, I beg you, man, do it. Honor God with your life. And in, in the end, you'll, 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 you'll honor God and your, sp- your spouse to be. Let's pray together.